Vintage Point Racing Podcast. All you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka Gansera Levesque, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. Today, we are on episode 15 with my co-host, Stephen Wallace, and we have Debbie Nichols also today. Hello, Ilka. Good to be back on episode 15 of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. Um, I've still been busy watching cricket, been to the 100, looking forward to York this week. And today we're recording on the 20th of August, we've got the um, Women's World Cup final where England are playing in the final. Isn't that right, Debbie? Uh, yeah, I've just been watching the clock thinking, my goodness me, how would I feel if I was getting my boots on now, um, ready ready, ready for that? It's an unbelievable day. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll all be watching, no doubt, Stephen. Yeah, Germany got knocked out earlier, Debbie, didn't they? <laughs> Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. Never, never mind. Ilke. You're not a football fan anyway, are you? Yeah, I don't know. No, not my sport. No. Well, on today's show, uh, Ilka, we're going to be talking about uh, plans for National Racehorse Week, Art and Horse Racing dot com, the sales just once, and we've also got a special guest. I'm speaking to, or have spoken to, artist Maggie Moore. Yes, I already did a sale for our, uh, for Maggie Moore the other day. I sold a beautiful fox um, on gold leaf. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be nice to hear what she has to say. And, um, yeah, check out her art on the website because it is or even better in person because th- those carousel horses are so beautiful. You've got even more artists now in uh, art and horse racing. You've got 16, I believe. Yeah, it keeps the number keeps growing, and we have uh, Jackie Jones on board, who's like the the new market artist since um, the eighties. She's been painting in in new market and just is part of the is like a hallmark of new market, really. And she's exhibited all over the world. Uh, very talented, so she got in touch. It's it's they're all getting in touch, and and I can say, yep, love it. And then I get to pick what's in the exhibition so she's um she's happy to be part of it maybe we'll have her on the show one day and then um amy lay from wyoming is going to send some work over hopefully get here by the end of september somewhat she's a wildlife artist and very special what she does so um have a look on the website on, on her website and and have a taste for what her work will be like it's a really international show at st wendred isn't it yeah, that's the way it should be, right? It's a small world and and um, everybody that, yeah, it's, I love having this international flair here. It's just like horse racing. It is like also a global sport and so is art. We're all, you know, so it's a small world. Debbie, you're up in Scotland, but you have been to St. Wendred's to, or St. Wendred's to see the uh, art and horse racing exhibition. I have. And, and, you know, even smaller world, when I was in the States last year, I went to Jackson Hole and I went to the, the gallery. So I suspect I've seen some of Amy's work. And I have to say, I can't wait to see it in Newmarket. It, it absolutely sums up American wilderness, wolves, um, bear, bison, unbelievable artist. Uh, so, so yes, that's, um, that's just going to fit in incredibly well. Right. Remind people again, uh, Ilka, of plans for the art 
and horse racing at National Racehorse Week between September the 9th and September the 17th. Yes, the gallery itself um, is going to open, um, run from Monday to Friday. Uh, that's the 11th to, to Friday. Then Saturday, we're going to do what I, you know, named ed- Education Day. So uh, we'll have um, talks from the physio or demonstrations from the physio and the bidding talk about like horse head anatomy and how bits work and then um, all those kinds of things. And then the Sunday we're having our charity day for tickets for troops. So um, you, you're supposed to go onto the national racehorse website and book for free, like, but you're supposed to, so you can kind of like work on numbers. The Saturday, the education day is already all booked out. But if anybody, any listener wants to come along, it's not a problem. Just let me know. So I so I kind of have an idea of numbers. And then the gallery, I'm just doing like evenings. So people, local people or whatever, after work, five to seven can pop in, see the art in a beautiful, in a nice setting, in a beautiful setting with horses. And then, you know, and it's a different type of atmosphere than just going into a sterile gallery. And, um, oh yeah, we're currently working on the third space. We have two gallery spaces. We're working on the third space. And uh, when I say we, I mean, Stefan. You mean the um, odd job man? Yeah, exactly. The, the, oh, the DIY you call, man, sorry. That's what you call them, yeah. The gallery rails are up and it's um, amazing. Oh, and then did we talk about the other new artist? I have the the street photographer. Oh, Where's Ukrainian. Oh, oh sorry. We forgot about, yeah, we forgot yeah. about the Ukrainian street photographer I met through, through a, um introduction. So it's black and white photography. I've um, chosen the pieces that are going to be here already sold one but i'll exhibit it anyway and then um also we have Ginetta from um australia from melbourne australia she has a degree in you know fine metal art design and um she does well she does all kinds of fine metals but i'm i have a pair of sterling silver barbie shoe earrings here to go with the times but what we're really having a pipeline is going to be cufflinks for the races so there's different ideas there, and she'll be working on those. Returning to the education day, you were talking about talks by Catherine Stevens and Olivia Turner. Yeah, Catherine Stevens, the the horse physio, and she's also a human physio because she's ACPAT accredited. She's doing a demo, so she'll be treating a horse, like a proper treatment. I, I said instead of coming on Tuesdays, can you do one on a Sunday? And she said, sure. And um, you know, she'll be open, you know, she'll be there to take people's questions and it'll be like an interactive demo. And then um, Olivia, that was on last uh, month's episode pod or the last uh, podcast episode 14, she will be giving a bidding talk, you know, with the assistance of skulls and showing different types of bits and what they do. And, and um, it'll be interesting. And then I'll try to get the farrier along. It's, you know, you got to, it's their weekends as well. So, but uh, it, it, it'll be very interesting and it'll be very um, realistic. Debbie, it's important in National Racehorse Week for those sort of talks so people learn more about the the care and the racing industry. Uh, I think particularly at this time when people are in racing are, are, are talking about the need to show how well these horses are looked after. Um, I'm particularly 
please, from a military background myself, that you've you've tapped into tickets for troops, uh, Ilka. I think there's only Emma Lavelle, National Hunt, um, Daniel Lamborn, and yourself on the calendar at the moment. Your your father obviously had that um, military background. So was how 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 did you actually open up to uh, to to military for for that reason? Well, I said, they said to me, would you, are you interested in doing a charity day? And I said, well, if I do something with a charity, it'll have to be an armed forces charity. That was very important to me. And, and um, they already had the connection to tickets for troops. So I said, I hadn't heard of it before. And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. And I have a new owner that just launched a racing club called Halo Racing Club. And she's ex-army and ex-RAF. So she said, oh, that's great. And she's going to come on the Sunday and, and um, you know, help or chat to people. And also that day I, I said 60 spaces and that's filling up quickly. Tickets for Troops is kind of um, marketing that internal. You know, they have a newsletter and they're selling that on their website and platform. So um, I think it's been pretty popular. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Ilka, I think it's about time we heard from our special guest today, Maggie Moore, an artist from Beverly. And this is what Maggie had to say. Hello, Maggie. Thanks for joining me on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast, episode 15. Hello, Stephen. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Well, it's Ilka, Ilka's podcast. I mustn't forget that. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Very happy to be involved in. in Ilka's gallery. Is this the first time you've been on a podcast? Uh it's yes, I think it is. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. What what's it like now being part of art and horse racing in Newmarket? Well, I think I just so exciting really. I think the thing is that it's Ilka's enthusiasm is just so catching and it's it's been brilliant to be involved um in in what she's doing and be part of a gallery with such a great group of artists from all over the world and yeah really happy you think it's a unique setting i think it's a beautiful setting and i don't know of anything else quite like it i think that the the fact that you can go and see art and also visit such a beautiful yard at the same time is great. And to actually have the art in the yard itself, really, um, is completely unique. So, yeah, I think that I think that's fab. I think also, as I said, she's got artists from all over the world. So it's a fantastic opportunity for people to go to a gallery, see work by international artists and, you know, have the opportunity to buy work from artists from further afield. Because outside of London, that is fairly rare. My experience of galleries outside of London is very much that they do tend to focus on regional artists, artists within their region within their region so not necessarily just local but so you know in the north if you go to a gallery in in a northern town they will be predominantly artists from the north 
So to have a gallery outside of London where you've got artists from from America, from France, from different parts of the UK is great. And you're now one of 16 and it keeps growing. It does. Yes, she's she's uh, she's got a very good eye, Ilka. Well, let's go back a bit. I wanted to, to find out, uh, Maggie, how you first got into art. Right. Well, that was a very long time ago. And uh, I suppose when I was growing up, all I wanted to do was either work with horses or go to art college. And working with horses was considered a no-no by my family. So off I went to art college and I went to college called Bretton Hall, which was part of Leeds University. And, and it was an amazing college to go to. I studied art there, but there were people studying drama and there were people studying music as well. So it was an amazingly creative college with a lot of sort of cross disciplines. So although I majored in art, I was also did a bit with the drama department. And also, at the same time as I was at college uh, there doing art, I also studied education. So when I left college, I taught art in secondary schools for six years um, in the north of England. And then I think at, at the end of five or six years, I thought, right, OK, I've got a teaching experience. I've got teaching qualification. Now I want to try and spend more time doing my own work. So I went down to London with my teaching qualification and teaching experience. And this is now we're looking at the late 80s. I managed to get a couple of days a week teaching, which was fairly flexible two days as well. So I, it was quite an easy thing to do in those days. And so I spent two days, I would spend two days a week teaching and three days a week initially just walking around London with my little portfolio and visiting galleries and seeing which galleries I thought would suit my work and I was really fortunate I was taken on by a gallery who had only been going a couple of years called the Osborne Studio Gallery and they are now still going of doing ama amazingly and probably by anybody who knows anything about uh, contemporary sporting art will of know of the Osborne Studio Gallery. They're now in Belgravia, but at that time they were in Covent Garden. And they were unique in that they were the only gallery, I think, in London at the time who specialised in contemporary sporting art. And particularly racing, because they were very interested in racing and they had a lot of friends who were interested in racing and a lot of connections. So that's what they specialised in. And they took my work and they were fantastic for me. They not that not only allowed me to develop a style of work which was individual to me, which was capturing movement and energy, mainly in race horse, uh, horse racing, um, but also... They were fantastic at promoting me, getting me television interviews, taking my work to race courses, getting it seen. So I was really lucky. And I sort of, so after about 
certainly by the end of my first year in London, I was managing to to uh, make a living from two days a week teaching and the rest of the time do my work and selling it. And that's what set me up, really. Sounds like a very good start for you. Uh, you mentioned it in that that piece there about your style. I, was, I, I looked at your, your website and it said, I find inspiration within religion, mythology, poetry and literature. Can you explain how you do that? Right. OK, so for years, I um, I really focused on mainly mainly horse racing. Um, but anything where it was to do with movement. So my style of work was capturing movement more and more. But after nearly 20 years of mainly doing horse racing and um, equestrian sports, I thought, right, I want to do something a bit different now. And I'm surrounded by, we're in in Yorkshire, in East Yorkshire, um, surrounded by wildlife. We're very near the coast. We're very rural. I'm really fascinated by other animals as well. And I found that I was more and more thinking, if I'd read a passage or read a story or a myth about animals, I thought, that's giving me ideas now. I want to just branch out a little bit and have a go at trying to to capture something of that sort of slightly, I suppose, spirituality that animals have and and link it to poetry or religion or mythology or, you know, and so that is really what I've been doing since then. I still will do something that's just a purely erasing drawing. It's great to go back to to that as well but I also love this idea of reading something and then using that as a starting point so they're like stories again uh, yeah so they're a bit like stories so so I've did a whole series on or I've been doing a whole series on carousel horses and that came about because I don't know whether it was something I'd read as a child, but I'd also always had this idea, a bit like a fairy story or a children's story, whereby when the fairground closes at night, the carousel horses don't just stop. They actually go off on adventures of their own. Um, and so, so that's the starting point for that. So it's still equestrian, still catching move- movements, but it's also about this a slightly sort of you know fairy tale idea of of carousel horses coming alive it's that kind of thing you do lots of you know animals don't you birds um hares obviously along with horses as well i do yes um i particularly with the hares because we have a lot of hares in east yorkshire and i still ride and see a lot of hares about and they are fascinating because they really do have a sort of slightly otherworldly look to them and the way they behave and an incredible kind of tense energy. So with my hairs, I tend to do them very 
very large, almost life-size hairs. I don't know if you can see that behind me. Um, they're really big, and I do those in charcoal with an underpainting. And the, the marks that I make with the charcoal try to convey this sense of movement and energy. Uh, sometimes I'll cover whole areas with charcoal and then take off the charcoal with bread so that it shows the colour underneath. You've really got to see them. And at the moment, Ilka hasn't got any in her gallery, but I'm hoping to take down some of my bigger charcoals to her later in the year. But you don't just use charcoal. You, you're, you're, you're using oil, acrylic, gold leaf, crayon, <laughs> variety. <laughs> you see, I get bored easily. So if I've done a couple of charcoals, I think, oh, no, I want to really do something that's brighter colours. So I will think, you know, I will then go on and do an oil painting. It also depends on what the subject matter is. So with the carousel horses, they're very bright. So so the oil paintings work an awful lot better for them. And I also have this other side to me that just loves doing something incredibly decorative. And so I've also do some work where I actually put gold leaf or silver leaf onto a panel and then paint onto the gold leaf or the silver leaf in oil paints and then frame them in such a way that they're like an object they're more than just a 3d picture they actually become quite a precious object that's what I try to capture with my gold and silver leaf paintings and all your work can be found on www.maggie-more.co.uk. Yes, it can. And also on my Instagram feed, which is Maggie Moore Art. Most importantly, though, you're now part of Art and Horse Racing, where you're, I think you've got five or six pieces there at the moment. I have, yes, I have. Um that's that's been lovely I mean I haven't actually been down yet and that's why I want to go in a couple of weeks actually sent the work down by courier got to Ilka safely now part of her exhibition which um is great you'll be out to see Jackie Hardman's work then as well won't you well yes Jackie is a good friend of mine she literally lives just down the road and Jackie and I have been involved for the last couple of years with our Open Studios event here in Beverly, where we have a group of artists in Beverly and we all open our studios or homes to the public so they can come and see the work in situ where it's done and meet us, which I think is a really nice thing to do to actually meet, meet the artists talk to them a bit like you're doing with your with Ilka's podcast really I think it's a great opportunity to actually speak to artists and find out about their inspiration find out about their journey and that's what our open studios here in Beverly does so so Jackie and I've been involved in setting that up and organizing it the last couple of years which is how I've got to know it so well our subject matter is similar because we both paint animals but the way that we do it is our styles are completely different. So 
it works it works really well being alongside Jackie and it's also meant that she and I together could ship work down together down to Ilka um and I think it was it was Jackie who told Ilka about me and told Ilka to have a look at what I do and see if she was interested which very grateful she was um yeah so that's how I've ended up at Ilka's uh, gallery but Jackie's work is very beautiful I whenever anybody comes to me and says can you do a portrait of my dog or can you do a portrait of my horse unless they want the horse actually to be moving or in a race itself and I will always send them down to Jackie because she does she captures the personality and it's more than a photograph they're absolutely beautiful she 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 does fantastic work we've done a great advert there for jackie yeah I'm really good, I'm really good. <laughs> this, is, this is maggie moore who i'm speaking to this morning and, and uh, i'm sure ilka is delighted to have you as one of her 16 artists at st wendred's in newmarket and you'll also be part of National Racehorse Week, which is between the 9th and 17th of September. You said you love horses. How pleased are you to be part of um, a week which is celebrating the racehorse um, all around the country? I think it's a fantastic thing. I know about National Horse Racing Week because we're not far from Moulton, of course. And those, those, those people listening who know about horse racing will know that Moulton is quite a, a horse racing centre here there's quite a lot of trainers and I know I, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year but I know they normally do open their yards up here as well so I think it's a great initiative and to be part of it and especially in Newmarket which really is the home of horse racing isn't it so yeah to be part of that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much, uh, Maggie, for I nearly said Jackie there for being on the uh, on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. Thank you for having me, Stephen. It's been lovely talking to you. Thanks very much to Maggie there, uh, who's looking forward to visiting St Wendred's. Um, she's a close friend of Jackie Hardman, who's also one of your artists. Yeah, exactly. I, I um, knew Jackie first and then Jackie said, oh, I think my friend Maggie would like to take part in it as well. And I said, yeah, the more the merrier. And yeah, Jackie did very, very well on the first exhibition. She basically sold out all her hounds and people love her work. And even the other artists, when they see the way she paints animals, like are always, even if they're a landscape artists and don't do this or that, uh, or not like, really into animals they're always like oh my god who did those hounds those are really good but now we also have other things of jackie's like i have some florals and i have that really everybody loves the seascape the beach dogs so yeah it's it's, it's um artwork that touches your heart and she loves horses doesn't she yeah she loves horses and she gets different scenes like she'll get horses behind the starting gate and you know, like it just a different, she captures them and then she's very good at portraits. Oh, and she's done a, I'll just say it now. I was going to keep it a secret, but she's done a nice portrait of Miss Bella Brand. So um, I'm going to show her owners 
I'll be like, yeah, you, you know, there's you don't need to buy it because I know I will. We'll see. I always see the ones I like, and then I'm like, hmm, if nobody buys that one, I'll buy that. And then um, and then it gets sold. Don't forget you can follow the podcast on well, not Twitter now, it's called X, must get that right. Oh at, my at Vantage Point RAC. And you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And we've got a, a back copy list now of 15 episodes after today's show. So lots to catch up on on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast, Ilka. Yeah, they're all very uh, different because um, the first ones we have jockey interviews and then we have uh, those educational ones like speaking to the physio, speaking to the farrier, speaking to the dentist. And then we have the episodes 8 through 12, speaking to the artists that took part in the inaugural exhibition. So it's a very, um, in, not one episode is the same. I mean, we it always comes back to the horses and to the racing club, but we always have very interesting guests on, I think. It's, it's a different, it's a unique podcast. You learn things and it's entertaining as well. Plus artandhorseracing.com where you can subscribe to your bi-weekly newsletter. No, it's weekly now. Weekly? Oh, even I'm not keeping up to date there. No, I, I figured um, I'm bringing it out every Thursday. And uh, it's a weekly newsletter. I kind of designed it after um, one of my artists, Terry Lindsay, has a, a gallery in Vermont called Tilting at Windmills. And she does a weekly newsletter that comes out every Sunday. and um, she just inspired everybody's saying, Oh, your newsletter is great. And I was like, it's not as great as Terry's. And um, I really look forward on Sundays. When is that newsletter of Terry's coming out? And I just enjoy reading it because it is like a story. So I, I just try to do it. If I can do it half as good as Terry, you know, I'm, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be so happy about it. So um, every Thursday comes out this week was called life of the racehorse. Next week will be a surprise. Don't want to ruin the surprise. And then, um, yeah, keep an eye out. And you can you can sign up for it on – there's a sign-up form, or you can um, just got, get in touch with me, give me your email address, and I'll put you on it. And I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Just a reminder, the website is www.artandhorseracing.com. It's also a busy time at Tattersall's in the next two or three months, uh, Ilka. There's an August sale on September the 1st, and then there's a yearling sale on September the, the 5th. Yeah, it's all kicking off now, and they've already had the, you know, the Saratoga yearling sale, the uh, Deauville Akana uh, yearling sale in August, and then uh, we're going to be really busy. I, I like that um, that September sale last year, I uh, whatever they call it, the August sale that's on September 1st. Uh, I bought White Mist from that sale, who has a really good pedigree. She ran a great race the other day. I bought her for Bone Care. Uh, the people of Bone Care, that, that's a product I use, and they sponsor me. Um, so that's their first racehorse. And I'll be going to that sale. And, I mean, yearling sale anyway. That that um, Somerville yearling sale has been popular with, you know, really racy, um, fast horses. And so we have a yearling here right now, a Glen Eagles colt out of a Noasis Dream Mare that I'm going to try and syndicate and we're going to get him prepped. And he, he's not a sales yearling. So he, he kind of came straight from the field and needed some manners and handling. Um, and I'll, we'll be showing him off like during all those open days and 
see if people want to take a leg in him. Glen Eagles is um, appropriate because uh, Debbie Nichols Vantage Point Racing Club member is up there in Scotland at the moment. I am indeed. It just made me chuckle. You say, see if anybody wants a leg. The video we saw of the Glen Eagles um, baby uh, in the field snoozing, couldn't see any legs. But um, I, I, I think he's he's a bonny little horse, isn't he? He's our he's the baby of the team. Um, what 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 does his breeding suggest? Forgive my ignorance on that, um, Ilka. In terms of performance or, or distance or, or or how his how his racing career would go. Well, he should make a two-year-old, not like a, a really early one, but he should be like a nice two-year-old and um, there's plenty of speed in the pedigree. So maybe um, end up being a miler, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to be targeting targeting a two-year-old campaign with him. Talking about the Vantage Point Racing Club horses, Kingwell ran at Leicester recently, but didn't quite go according to plan. No, he lost a shoe probably two and a half furlongs from the finish. I thought when I was watching the race, you know, you can never see 100%. I didn't have my binoculars. And I thought, did he just get bumped? Because you can really see a, a a jar, you know, like a jinking. And then, um, yeah, well, he lost the shoe. It was uh, going perfect up until then, but it happens. And then Elea turned to me and she said, well, I guess I didn't help him win because it, that's been her ride and, and he he had been training well, but that's just just horse racing. I mean, I guess she can those life lessons Elia is learning early. You know, it's not all a Disney movie. Elia is riding him on the gallops, of course, isn't isn't she? And and look, looking very stylish alongside George Wood, your normal jockey, the other day. Yeah, she went. Uh, that was her first um, time going upsides in threes. She was in the middle. And she, uh, yeah, she did it well. We went real early. We were the first ones on the gallops. And I, I got some good, actually, my owners took the shots because it's really hard to watch and film and do everything. And then in, in the video, you hear me talking, they're German. So I was like going, oh, they're going too fast. They're going too fast. That wasn't planned, but it was a, it was a good piece of work. Yeah. Debbie, as a Vantage Point Racing Club member, you were at Leicester. Uh, despite the, the result on my day, you're still a good day out for a Vantage Point Racing Club member. Well, it, you know, you've always got that sense of anticipation when when you go racing. As Ilka said, that's that's racing. You get your disappointments. Then you, you go another day and you think, well, oh, I don't know about this. Horse runs incredibly well. There's, there's still that sense of, of belonging and being in the paddock and feeling feeling special. And and, and that is, that's not open to many, many people. And I think I think what the club offers is is incredible in, in that sense. You know, a good chat with friends. Um, um, Vantage Point was named because you, you you very often need good company to appreciate what you're looking at, and so that combination is is good. No matter no matter how the horse runs, most important thing was he came home, went home safe and happy, and he'll be out again soon. I think on the all weather. I think Ilka, you thought, yeah, because he doesn't really do fa- that day. With the ground was on the quick side as well, and then certain horses you just don't even you can't you shouldn't even say let's give it a go anyway because it he doesn't like it. That's it, you know. So as long, I mean, you never know. And this, this sometimes you have really firm ground, then you get a downpour somewhere, then the ground changes. But he needs a little bit of juice in the ground. So if we don't have juice on the turf, we're going on the all weather. Ilka, important when Debbie's talking about days out with Vantage Point Racing Club 
uh, as we're on our own podcast to remind listeners how you become a member of the Vantage Point Racing Club. Yeah, get in touch with me through social media or, you know, my 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 phone number's all over. So just give me give me a call and it's easy. It's 20 pounds a month. I like to take one annual payment as well. Otherwise, the admin, is, you know, isn't in proportion to what it is. Um, and then um, you get added to the, we have an internal WhatsApp group because it's easy to send videos that way or bigger, you know, attachments. And then um, on the day when we have a horse entered, I ask who wants to go. It's, it's all straightforward. Who wants to go? And the people that want to go get a ticket. And Debbie, you feel sense of a, uh, of the the sort of community of the Vantage Point Racing Club when you're there, don't you? You're not in a club where there's thousands of members. It, it's it's very personal. Um, I I personally am looking forward to the return of our handsome mayor from France because then we've got the jumps um, aspect there for just once. And uh, and and every time we do these, I I keep. I keep thinking, oh, Ilka's going to say, right, just once coming back on this day, this is what we're going to do, because she was so exciting, and she's had this beautiful cult foil over there as well. So, um, yeah, let, let, oh, let's let's hear about just once. What, what's going to happen, Ilka? Uh, well, we're going to, whenever the stud, we're going to let the stud dictate the timing, so whenever they are weaning and whenever it suits them, we'll, we'll go and pick her up. I was just talking to Stefan about it the other night. Um, cause she's at Ara de Clairefontaine, which isn't in Clairefontaine. That's the race course right next to the Ville. It's kind of like the Ville, uh, Newmarket and Exning. You feel like you're in the same place. So, um, it's called that, but it's even further. It's more towards the Brittany coast. Um, kind of in it's horse country there too. A lot of trotters are there and all kinds of breeders, but, um, you know, it'll be up to them and their routine when they, as soon as, uh, the colt is weaned. She will um, come home. Stefan will get her. Then she'll she'll do walking, swimming, while it's still warm enough to swim. And then she'll come back slowly, get that weight off, and then it'll be a journey. But they but, love her there. They love they love the mare. They say she's a beautiful mare. You know what? Yeah, I was like, well, we're not gonna we're gonna give we're gonna try this try to do this plan. But it should be an exciting journey. Oh yeah, it will be. It will be something different, and it has been done. Like, like we've said before on the podcast in the recent times, it was Snow Leopardess, so it can be done. And um, yeah, we'll give it a go. Plus, we need some names from listeners for the foal, the uh, new colt. Yeah, we had um, Nick Schofield had one. I have to look it up. And his girlfriend Hannah also they sent one in. One was called Just Golden. And then I have to start writing these down. Yeah, we want listeners to uh, contact you. Debbie, you must have an idea. And next podcast, I'm going to put you on the spot with a name for the Golden Horn Just Once uh, Foal. Well, happy to do that. Give me some thinking time. Um, when you've got a stallion that swept the board like Golden Horn, it, it, it's um, uh, and, and a mare with the fire in her belly like Just Once had, we, we could have something incredibly special given given time so it's 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 not going to be you know do, do you remember the the lifeboat that somebody wanted to call boaty mcboatface and oh happily, 
happily that didn't quite make the cut so it wants to have something with some class to it so yeah um um, let's see where we get to so ilka we're now galloping on to national racehorse week between the 9th and the 17th of september yes we're um like you say galloping straight ahead uh please check it out on their website that's nationalracehorseweek.uk uh you can put in any postcode and see who's open in your area. And then, of course, put in CB87JQ and you'll find um, the available dates. And if somebody really wants to come to the education day, which is on, booked out on the website, just send me a little email through my website, gansaralevec.com or the art and horseracing.com website. There's a submission form just so I can plan on numbers because um, we'll have some refreshments as well. Um, yeah, so check it out and come. An open offer then, if someone has has missed the sort of a deadline via the website because of numbers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're not going to turn anybody away. But because it, it, it was up to trainers to say, you could have said, I, I'll take a thousand people, but you know, we, I, I want I I limited it to sixty people because I like to have. I don't want to be shouting and have using a megaphone. But yeah a couple of people more isn't gonna you know we can accommodate that it's not a problem we got parking across the street in our 13 acre paddock that'll be open so the parking uh will be on the other side of the street and then you just walk across the street and and you'll be in the yard will george be able to join us ilka george wood well it depends on the rides he definitely will i already asked him also for the tickets for troops day on the sunday i mean there's always still racing on sundays but um if any day that would have been a day where you where you can get lucky that you're not well get lucky that you're not riding of course he wants to be riding but yeah, yeah if he's available he's in town so he'll be he'll be here on whatever day we need him plus to further uh, recognize this very special week for horse racing you are also going to be on my own podcast the paddock and the pavilion where i'm going to be speaking to richard phillips the organizer of the whole event yeah, really looking forward to that. Thanks for pencil, penciling me in for that. Thank you. So all set then for the 9th to the 17th of September, Ilka, and we might be able to squeeze a very short interview during the week before the uh, National Racehorse Week for the podcast. Yeah, we'll try to get another episode out, but I guess that's up to your work schedule because you're the um, uh, technical man here that does all the editing and has all the work with it all. So yeah, I'm happy uh, to do whatever, whatever you have time for. And um, I guess we have to say goodbye now, but I'm looking forward to saying hello to everyone during national racehorse week. Have a nice rest of your day. Bye. Join the vantage point racing club today. Watch the horses that you put your money in run their race. Free racing tickets. Meet the horses and the team, including the jockey, trainer, physio, and everyone else. Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for £20 a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Wendrick's. If you love racing, come and share it. 